0: you're listening to two guys talking wine with michael pincus and andre prue before we get started in the usual way where i usually say hello michael um i'd like to take a moment if you're listening to this podcast please go to your computer go to patreon.com check out two guys talking wine we are just looking for a bit of help to help keep the lights on maintain the cost of podcasts um We don't have a lot of bills to pay, so it's not going to take a lot of help to make sure that we can keep creating content, but we figure content uh, support coming from the listeners is better than support necessarily coming from a sponsor, because then we're not at their beck and call. We're creating the best content we can. So if you go to patreon.com, look for Two Guys Talking Wine. Uh, Think about becoming a subscriber that way. And if you don't, I mean, we'll still love you, but just a little bit less than the supporters we already have.
1: And now back to your regularly scheduled podcast.
0: I am so excited for this podcast today. Hello, Andre. How are you? I am so excited. I am so excited. He
1: is because, uh, and I am less so, because I am staring at a table full of Chardonnay. (laughs) And these ones are on your table, table, table.
0: Yep, that's... uh...
1: I like that I didn't even have to be there for Marcello Pappas. And you still made fun of yourself liking Chardonnay. I thought that was hilarious.
0: You know, I really did enjoy that that tasting. I really enjoyed the, the Marquez wines, and um, I I know in the podcast we um, like we were talking about the Cab stove especially and some of the winemaking. But the uh, that took a lot of effort. It was that quirk was really jammed in there. That's what she said. <laughs> um, I'm surprised you didn't start with the screw cap. The the Carmenere that we had with dinner was just outstanding, and I really hope that uh, when that comes to the vintages section, I will pick up a couple bottles of that. The, uh, you know, Toro always does a good job with
1: their wines, even their, their Chardonnay, which a lot of people don't don't realize that Chile makes some really good Chardonnay.
0: Well, the thing, they do the thing I found when I was in, in Chile, and, and the more I think about it, is um, they do use a lot of new oak and... A lot of the oak was just, it was quite a, a, obtuse when I was tasting it there. So it's just like, you know, a lot of that baking spice, a lot of that vanilla. And when it's really young like that, you tend to get a, a lot of the astringent notes from the wood as well.
1: Oh, this was a struggle too. Okay, so while you're doing that, you know what? Here's something we, sh- we should kind of try and do each podcast. Okay. Best, best wine you had this week?
0: The Wild Ferment Riesling from Organized Crime. Wow. Okay. That's the 2017 vintage. The empty bottle is sitting on my table. I actually, like, I talked to you about it the moment you walked in the door here for the Toronto studio.
1: Well, all right. Uh, what I, was yours? We didn't plan this, but uh, I was, I was gonna also pick an organized crime wine, which was the. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's
1: it's like it sounds like we planned it. We didn't. Uh, was the uh, Christina Cuvée Chardonnay? Uh, it was the best uh, best wine I had this week. Best new wine I had this week. I'll go with that. Best new one, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, because that Chardonnay, that Riesling would have been um, new to you, obviously. Yes, yes. So yes. my my best old bottle would have been a, a Zinfandel. I had uh, a really good one. So
0: I I don't think I've been drinking a lot of wine this week. No. Uh, we, oh, I had a
1: Joel Gott 2015. It was really good.
0: Oh no! Wait. Uh, on the weekend, the, this past weekend, I had a 2006 Pilatery Vidal Ice Wine. Oh wow! Well, yeah, with, and? with Some homemade fried chicken. So yeah, I definitely put my money where my mouth is per the content we're creating. Yeah. I love how old Vidal just turns that like brown. Yeah, and I think I got that caramely note to it. Man, that was really bad broadcast move that I just did there with uh, opening these quirks on the podcast. I know it usually sounds good to have one, but it's <laughs> kind of like it's kind of like like Radio 101 when I go onto uh onto the on Ted Wallace's show, I make sure that all my bottles are already open and ready to go. And you and you did nothing. And I did like nothing it. today. I, I, you know what? I, I put together the what I'm calling it the redneck wine fridge, because I have no room in my actual fridge.
1: Yeah, I saw that. I was trying to put a bottle in earlier for for dinner,
0: but uh, no room. Uh, I've got my little my little Coleman that's covered with uh, Ravenswood stickers.
1: I like that. I like Ravenswood stuff. I really do. No I wimpy really, wines. No wimpy wines. No vinos sin huevos. Yeah which means no wimpy wines?
0: Uh, I, yeah, I let's thought, go with that. I
1: thought it meant no wine without eggs, but that's huevos, uh, isn't it?
0: Huevos is eggs? I do French, I don't do Spanish. All say. right, so if anybody okay. knows what eggs is or knows what huevos is. So what we've got in front of us is a treat. Um, the fine people at Sopexa sent us five bottles of Chablis. Yep. Um, they made me promise to taste them with you, which has been difficult because they've been in my house for a month, and... I know it's Chardonnay. I know, I and it's it Chardonnay was, in my house. So if it was on your floor, 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 that would be uh, be something you would be drinking. Pretty much, I'm not even gonna, gonna deny it this time. Um, so we I uh, went through. I went through Burgundy in January, but I didn't get a chance to go up to Chablis, because it's it's sort of like out of the way. Like if you look at a map of Burgundy, you kind of have that nice stream that goes north north of Lyon and kind of around the corner, and then. In the northwest, you got Cheblee just kind of hanging out there.
1: If I was doing Cheblee, I would probably give Thomas Batchelder a call and go, "When are you going to be there next? Uh, you got to take me around because uh, I would I would not really know where to go." Yeah, uh, I me too. He would be he would be the guy to have as a guide. So, well, I just, I just couldn't pay his fee.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean that uh, will. We'll have to maybe think about uh, getting some more bottles of Chablis and having Thomas on and, and seeing what happens there. So
1: should I start from my uh, right, your left? Is that what we're going to do? I with? really have no idea. Let's go with well, the screw cap.
0: Well, I have no idea what order we want to do this in because we have a variety of vintages. We have as old as 2014 and as young as... Is it 2017 or 2018? 17. 2017, 17. okay. All right, let's give it a shot. I'm going to start okay. with this Chablis here.
1: That'll be my choice. It's the Albert show, just straight on Chablis. I'm going to try it in
0: the... Uh, we pulled out both the uh, the burgundy glasses and the white wine glasses because we know it's a bit of a so, bit of a, a Russian roulette as okay, to whether so, or not uh, Chablis has oak on it or some. So this one,
1: this one smells fresh.
0: Yep, Albert B. Show
1: 2017 Chablis. Strong mineral note. Mm-hmm. Really, really chalky. I know you'll be swallowing, so I'll spit it in this spittoon that we <laughs> just. Just try. We did a, a little bit of a spirits tasting um, earlier, <laughs> so that's kind of ruining the old nose there. But uh, I don't know. It does nothing for me in the uh, in the little glass. Let's move it to the big glass. I think it's fine in the little, the, the I, little
0: glass for me. It's it's like it's mineral forward. Yes. Like, but, like the fruit's there, but it's definitely buried buried under the mineral. Let's move it to the.
1: I like the nose on the bigger glass right away. Like it's it's screaming to me that uh, I definitely want a piece of this.
0: And uh, and see for me in the bigger glass, I find the nose completely muted. It's like the the fruits really fighting to come forward in the little glass. But I don't think this is a wine where the fruit should be coming forward. This is this is a wine where I think I think minerals telling the story of this wine. This this is a food wine.
1: I find I find that you know as a non Chardonnay drinker, I find that pleasant enough. It's not wowing me. It's not like I need another glass, but. Uh, but that's, a, you know, a very passable Chablis. Uh,
0: a lot of the Chardonnay that I love is w- when you go to my tasting notes at underwinerview.ca. If I'm talking about something that I either consider to be dessert or best food pairing is a second glass. Uh, like those are wines that I just want to savor from start to finish. This is a little bit more simple, straightforward but I'm really wishing that we had some fresh seafood on the table. I could see that. Nice little salad. Yeah. You know, some shrimp. some shrimp. Nice cold shrimp. I think yeah. that would be really good. Oysters, something like that. For me,
1: there's three classes of wine. There's uh, When you walk into a party and somebody hands you the glass, okay. there is the, um, there's the glass that makes me want to find something else. Okay. There's the glass that I'll stick with until I find something else. Okay. And then there's the glass that I'll stick with for the rest of the evening. This is a, a level two wine, so I'll I'll happily drink that, but I'm looking for something else. I'm not dumping it down the sink immediately.
0: That's just, a great rating. Is, just, I don't. Know, you should you should be using that more often. I know, I know we're both using stars, but like, no. But I mean, it's a really it's a really great description. The thing is, um, yeah. No, it's 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 completely yeah. fair. Yeah, that's what I I use for.
1: For some people in there, they're asking me.
0: All right, what do, what do we got next? All right, your choice. Uh, uh, a little
1: Russian roulette on this one. And, uh, oh, I thought you were going to just pick blind.
0: Well, you know, I'm going to go with the other 2017. It's a okay. like heavier bottle. Uh, Jesus, I don't even know how to say this uh, French last name. So Let me see it's it. It's my turn to butcher it. Guiguin? Uh, Guiguin?
1: Guiguin? Uh, Guiguin? 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 G U E G U E N. Domain
0: Céline Celine All All right.
1: Well, Celine Frederick, we uh, we got okay.
0: Okay. So we're we're starting with the, the small, small glass again. That's
1: it. again to see if uh, glassware
0: does make the difference. I always say it does. So glassware does make a, a difference with Chablis, especially.
1: All right. So we don't know much about this one. Either. Did they they didn't send you any like notes or anything with these. Uh,
0: I'm sure they are. It's just saying. Things. Oh, I
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have to pull them up. <laughs> Sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you just get wines that that are just sent to you. Uh, I just wanted to know if
0: there was uh, any oak in it. I'm not wearing my glasses, so I can't see I don't see know them if back. there were any technical notes on, oh, on okay, any yeah. of these, whether or not there was uh, whether or not there was oak in any of these. Yeah, if, if there is oak, there, I, I don't think there's any oak in the um, in the Albert Bichot. I don't think there's any oak in this one either. Like They're both pretty straightforward, mineral-forward. This actually has less concentration than the B show this is a little bit more simple and on the other hand I, you know what I really like I really like
1: that one uh on the on the palate. I really kind of enjoy that one maybe because it's a little bit on the colder side're hmm. getting a little peach notes to it, which are nice uh, the fruit, yeah, fruit is, is definitely more front and center here yeah I think uh, I think uh, to me that's that's a, a step up from the uh, B show.
0: And then, uh, I, I think it depends. It depends on what, on what you're looking for. Like you're talking about the, the wine at the party with with the glass. I feel like I feel like this would be less exciting if we had our shrimp salad in front of us because the, the fruit is so <laughs> like front and center there. Correct. But um, I'm liking how it drinks out of the big
1: glass a little better too.
0: Wow, I, I got a whole like three page release about Chevly, so we're kind of going into this blind, but. It does look like the big focus on the message from Chablis is talking about the minerality of the wines. So uh, I, I think we're, we're definitely getting that out of the glasses. So yeah. at least for people who aren't following directions, uh, I think we're doing a pretty good job. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, we're definitely how do not it, How did it. it taste, the bigger glass? I was busy looking up the notes. Uh, you know what? For that one, I think I, think I like the
1: um, – I think I said I like the bigger glass, but on my second sip, I think I like the smaller glass. I think the smaller glass actually brings out more of that uh, that fruit characteristic as well as that mineral, mineral note, and that one, uh, depending on which glass was given to me at the party, I would probably be happy walking around with that wine for a while. So maybe not looking for something else, but um, I, I'd be happy, you know, because somebody else, somebody's always going to hand you something else. Do you know what I mean? Hey, yeah. you got to try that. So. It might be, but I may end up being two-fisted, you know, liking the one over the other. (laughs) So I'm—I've always been a fan of uh, Chablisienne. Chablisienne. So this is a 2015 Le Venerable, and uh, I thought, what the heck? Since it's my choice this time, uh, we'll go with the Venerable. This
0: bottle is heavy. Yeah, this one is. is It is a serious, serious bottle. It's a doorstop.
1: Uh, So or. When it's all said and done, you can put it by the side of your bed. And when he breaks into your house, that's the wine bottle you're gonna break over their head, just to get them out of your house. Okay, so it's it's. I want to think there's oak on this one.
0: I think so, but I'm still once again like it, mineral is is front and center, but it's it's a different kind of whetstone. Mm. Like it's it's not chalky; it's more like like rain on granite.
1: That that one that that one I'm gonna say needs the glass. I I want to believe there's there's mm. some oak on that. I think so too. And it needs uh, it needs to open up a little bit more.
0: Yeah, that little glass really choked it out.
1: So, wow, wow. Yeah, that really opens it up a lot. Yeah, that does. Yeah,
0: see the minerality comes out really front and center here. Actually, I, it's really interesting because I almost feel like the mineral the miner- the miner- minerality is more focused in the bigger glass, which is unusual yeah. because the little glass usually. Brings it right up. Push, pushes the mineral front and center and the fruit kind of falls backstage. It's almost it's almost like it's come into focus in the big glass. It so, needs the
1: bigger glass. So here's where we, you know, um, we, I, I guess, show our, you know, curious side. Yeah. Uh, wondering how that worked Because as you said, the first two, the minerality really came out in that that a first glass. The smaller yeah, we're, glass.
0: Using, we're using just white wine glasses. So
1: because we assumed that these two, the first two, were unoaked. Yep. I wonder if the oak allows the allows the bigger glass to focus that a little bit better. All scientific questions, because inquiring minds want to know. I wonder how we would scientifically be able to uh, come up with that, put put that put that together, or get the answer to that. But yeah, you definitely get oak on this. I I am uh, no doubt picking up. It's not an over oak quality in any way, shape, or form.
0: No, it's very like it's very soft. Uh, like it's very well it's restrained oak, but it's there. I, I'd be surprised if there was any new oak in this at all. If there, I'm still not even 100 percent convinced that there is oak in it. But if there is, we're talking probably old barrels. I, really nice. And there's nothing on the back, eh?
1: Jeez. Nope. We 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 are
0: drinking like a bunch of novices. Yeah. Well, I mean, we should know enough to be able to help the listeners get an idea of what's in these what is in these bottles but i i, I we know just, it's chardonnay
1: but we know it's chardonnay and i and i <laughs> i'll say i will say there's a there's a touch touch of oak in there and it's that's nice that one's really nice all
0: right um
1: all right he's gone for one of the last two
0: yeah and they're both uh premier
1: crew okay all right He's sticking his nose right in there. So thanks a lot. I want your nose hair You know, in it's, it's
0: also interesting as well. If we're talking about use of oak, is these wines are really kind of pale yellow because you usually get a little bit more color from. Depends colors. how long they're Certain in oak. Days. Like if they're three months, they're not going to de- develop that much. Oh wow! Now that has a nice intensity to it. Yeah, there is.
1: Uh, yeah, that one's got a little more. This is like Baltimore sunshine. sunshine. Yeah, nothing. Old Chardonnay vines, east exposure on a 38% slope, fermented with indigenous yeast farming. That's what it says. So, we got indigenous yeast. All right, This is the the uh, Jean-Marc
0: Brocard. Did you mention that? I did not. Jean-Marc Brocard, Chablis, Premier Cru, Vauduwey, 2015. Whew. This is like tangerine, orangey tangerine.
1: That's a very nice note to that one.
0: Yeah, it... I could tell from smelling it. I know. I think we have to do all of them in the little glass first, but immediately in the small glass, it showed very well in the small glass. But it needs the bigger glass definitely.
1: So again, we got you know the Chablis minerality coming through. So if anybody asks what Chablis characteristics are, there's there's mineral in that soil. Yeah. Um, but. I, I think, as you said, there's uh, there's a lot of more upfront fruit to me here.
0: It's not just upfront fruit, it's an in, intense fruit where, like, the Chablisienne and the Chablis were leaning the... more towards cooler climate orchard fruit, like uh, apples and pears. This is peach and nectarine. Peach. I... This is peach, nectarine, and it's not pushing into pineapple, but we're getting mm. some good citrus, like some really, you know, Valencia orange, if we're going to be specific. But it's like sweet orange. See to me
1: that's um, that I don't know. That's not my Chardonnay. So Oh that, oh, that Michael. That falls into oh. that first category. Somebody gives me that. I'm I'm looking for one of the other bottles. And but for, for me, me this
0: is the, the, the third category and it's I love it when you can get that little bit more warmer feel to the fruit, like the, the nut fruit, the Nectarine. The he, did say nut fruit. he did say nut fruit. Did say nut fruit. Nectarine and peaches, uh, but still have that good acid. And, you got to stop watching porn at work. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Michael. <laughs> uh, but but still have something I compare with food because I, I love I love my California Chardonnay. But the, the thing is, even when you get good California Chardonnay with good acid, it tends to just invade your palate and it becomes more of a challenge to pair with f- pair with food. All of these on the table are food wines.
1: Well, if we uh, end up finishing these bottles tonight, obviously we know the bottle you're going to go to for... Uh, well, we haven't
0: tasted the last one. So
1: here we go. I, I, uh,
0: a really classic French label. This is Olivier Tricon. Uh, yeah, I
1: thought this other... I, without my glasses, I thought this second thing was... Um, uh, was his la- was another name, but it actually his number eight nine eight. <laughs> Where's your glasses, Michael? Ah, they're in my pocket, and I'm just I'm I'm just being stubborn today. So all right, so this is a 2014, and it is a Chablis Chablis Premier Cru Montmain. Premier Cru.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Premier Premier. All right, whatever, Mr. Prue. He's gonna he, sooner or later.
0: You just know he's gonna make me say "pou" on uh, on the podcast. Well, I don't even say my last name the French way, so you're off the hook for that one. Oh yeah, that's good. No, it's a really, really traditional French label with the the coat of arms on it. I've really been a fan of like a lot of the older labels coming back. Uh, I, I think we've said on the podcast a few times, but I would really love it if Château de Charme would think about bringing back the old labels with like the the solid color and the gold printing.
1: I still have a few bottles of something. I got a. I got a 2002 sh- uh, Cab Merlot that I r- really want to open up. But uh, I always look at it and go, oh, I got to figure out a- the occasion to open that one. So,
0: I could be the occasion.
1: You got to come down. Not just bringing it up in the heat. So. Well, that's
0: how I got you to bring a bunch of Gamay to the house. Yeah, know, so. well, we're going to be a Gamay uh, tasting. It is interesting how different all five of these wines are. I mean, the, the common thread is mineral, but it's not all the same mineral. Like the first two were more like chalk, like full on like 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 busting together two blackboard erasers. The next two were a little bit more like that wet granite after the rain. This one's a little bit more like gunpowder.
1: Yeah, this one is. Uh, this is definitely not my chardonnay. Um, this is my least favorite, so I, I, I had to, to put them in it. order. It's
0: it's it's the the fruit is a little bit less fresh, a little bit more dried out. Well,
1: 2014, we're now five years from vintage date. I, I just find this maybe it, it you know sometimes it all depends on your your tasting order. Uh, maybe we should have started older first, but I mean this this doesn't seem to have any freshness to me. It's not lively. It's very. Uh, there's nothing that really appeals to me about this one that's that's my first category wine for sure I'm now somebody hands me that I am now wandering around the party going there's got to be something else here
0: yeah I mean if we're, if we're talking about if we're doing a, a conversation about typicity it's definitely yeah. showing the mineral note but I think everything else he said about the wine holds true uh, out of the five on the table definitely the least exciting it's a little bit dried out which is interesting because I I, I know French Chardonnay and, and Burgundy and Chardonnay, in general, can hold on a lot longer than this. So Should be. I, don't know, I don't think there's anything wrong with the wine. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just, again, uh,
1: hashtag not my Chardonnay, right? Uh, everybody, uh, there's... Remember there's, that you
0: need to include that hashtag when you post this on the social media. I sometimes do. Okay.
1: But I mean, uh, you know, there's some Chardonnays that I really like, and there's some Chardonnays I don't, and that's, that one is one of those ones that I just go, meh. I used to have a buddy that used to, you know, when he used to try wines, he'd be like, "Yay" or "Meh." So
0: that's a "Meh." I'm really glad that we did this. Shout out to Jeff Harper. So uh, <laughs> I'm really glad that we I'm really glad that we did this because um, I was really looking forward to tasting these wines with you because um, I think we're both, for the most part, on the same page with unoaked and lighter Chardonnay. I know in general unoaked Chardonnay from Niagara is pretty boring. Yep. With a few a few exceptions here and there, Chablis is something that I don't normally gravitate towards because in my mind it's just these are unoaked wines.
1: But they're also uh, they can be they can be uh, yep. fairly pricey for an unoaked wine. So, um, but you know some people really love Chablis and it's well, Chardonnay if this, and the I four C is common.
0: Yeah, I four C. Well, I think when this is posted, I four C will has pass. passed.
1: But I mean, so this was a. Pre I4C kind of tasting from one specific region. If I had to put them in order, uh, I think I would. So here's here's my one, two, three, four, five order. I would go but with. Why do
0: people care about your order? You would put them all at the bottom of the list. Well, regardless, because the, they're Chardonnay. They're
1: Chardonnay. But if if you're sitting at the bottom of the list, you might as well know where you sit at the bottom. I think uh, the La Chablisienne 15 Les Venerables was probably my number one. That Domaine uh, Guigain was uh, was number two. The Jean-Marc Brocard Chablis Premier Cru Premier Cru was uh, number three, and then the uh, uh, Olivier Tricon and the Albert Bichot probably would sit tied for four or five.
0: I mean that's the interesting thing about this is my order is completely different from yours. I just while you were going through your your messed up BS list, uh, I went for another taste of the brocard. The uh, best proof.
1: sommelier list. I when mean, neither one of us are sommeliers, but
0: no, I really the best
1: scribe list.
0: If if the brocard comes to the vintages, I'll rush to get it as long as it's not more than say thirty five bucks. Uh, the Guiguin as, I think, my number three. The Bichot is number two. The Chablisienne is number four. Well, we agreed on something. The Tricol is number five. We both agreed on number
1: five. The good news is we can agree on wines we don't like. How about that? That's probably the best thing we can come up with when it comes to Chardonnay. I'll allow it. Well, that's great, Andre. I'm so glad you can allow it. No. All right,
0: let's uh, let's wrap this up. We've already talked about Patreon. I I don't want us to be
1: uh, nailing people over the words, head with it, but
0: yeah. I mean, it's just it's something that uh, we just want people to be aware of. So yeah. patreon.com. Patreon dot P A T R
1: E O N. Took right. me a while to find it too. I'm like, I don't tell me how to spell it, and I'm like, no, I'm going to try it myself.
0: Uh, I'm Andre Pru from underwinereview.ca. You can find me on all social medias at Andre Wine Review.
1: I'm uh, Michael Pincus at MichaelPincusWineReview.com. You can find me under Michael Pincus Wine Review, Michael Pincus, or The Grape Guy. Look, Andre's one of those who came to the game a little bit later, and you could kind of mesh them all together. I, I
0: did. Good night. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to Two Guys Talking Wine on iTunes.